Welcome to Freedom of Groovement. My name is Thomas Richardson. This is my first show on 1020. Very excited to be here. I'll just introduce the show first now, come back to it a bit later. But the idea behind the show is to explore electronic music in a different country every week. Sort of going from the past up to the present and maybe on to the future. This week we'll be looking at another island nation, Japan, exploring their innovation, their progress of electronic and dance music, looking at Yellow Magic Orchestra, Hosono, 90s Japanese house in uh, Soishi Terada, and onto more recent stuff. So we're going to first actually start out with a bit of disco, ease into the day. This is Freedom of Groovement on 1020 Radio. Enjoy. So 
duo of disco tracks by Tatsuro Yamashita, the first one called Dancer, 
and this one by his collaborator and wife, Takeuchi Maria, called Plastic Love.
Yoshiki, yeah, sorry, Yoshiyuki Oshasawa off his second LP called Confusion from 1984. <laughs> This is Freedom of Groovement on 1020 Radio. This week we're looking at Japan. And Japan is actually the second largest music market in the entire world, second only to the United States. Instrumental both in the creation of electronic music in terms of artists and producers, but also in the technological aspect. The first drum machine uh, was invented by Ikitaro Takehashi, who then went on to found Roland, um, famous for its 303 and 909 drum machines, used in pretty much all house, acid house. And then Panasonic actually owned Technics, who developed the turntables in the 1970s, direct drive turntables, which directly influenced and allowed for turntablism, DJing, hip-hop to exist. So uh, shouts out to Panasonic for that one.
from disco to the Yellow Magic Orchestra section of this radio show. Yellow Magic Orchestra is a Japanese electronic music band who I think whose importance really can't be uh, overstated. They were formed in Tokyo in 1978 by Haruomi Hosono, Yukihiro Takahashi and Ryuchi Sakamoto. This track, not actually by Yellow Magic Orchestra, but by Harumi Hosono and the Yellow Magic Band. This is the first time that all three of them played together. All of those members had successful independent careers before forming Yellow Magic Orchestra. one off of Hosono's album called Paraiso, which I highly recommend checking out.
is another one by Hosano called Platonic out on his Philharmony album from 1982. YMO was actually initially conceived by Hosano as a sort of one-off exploration. Um, they were only meant to record one album and they were sort of going to computerize Exotica and kind of form a parody group of the Western conceptions of Japan and the East in particular. But the commercial success or the success and popularity of the group was such that they felt compelled to continue until they split up in 1984 to pursue their individual careers. Hosono himself actually rose to prominence in the late 60s and early 70s as a group, uh, as a member of the group Happy End, one of the first Japanese rock bands to write, record, and release songs in Japanese instead of parodying or parroting English language songs, um, which was more of the done thing at the time. He was also extremely innovative in his use of synthesizers and drum machines um, in their time at YMO, along with his other patterns. Sakamoto, Stepping Into Asia, name of the track. Don't be afraid. 
he actually concurrently pursued a solo career as well as being part of Yellow Magic Orchestra. He released a classic album called B2 Unit and one of those tracks, which I might play later on in the show, called Riot in Lagos, has been said to have influenced the development of both electro and hip-hop. with a number of other artists internationally David Sylvian, Yusun Dur who's one of my favourites and Finesse among them tuned in to Freedom of Groovement on 1020 Radio. Got to start getting used to not saying Burst Radio. I almost said it there for a second. This is Logic System, Clash. Just to finish my bit about Sakamoto um, of Yellow Magic Orchestra, he's also a noted film score composer. He's won an Academy Award, a BAFTA, a Grammy, and two Golden Globes. Absolutely amazing. done scores for Merry Christmas Mr. Lawrence in 1983 and more recently he did the score for the Academy Award winning The Revenant in 2015. This track is really just to prove that Yellow Magic Orchestra weren't the only ones making electronic music in the 80s in Japan. This whole album is definitely worth checking out uh, Logic System. 
This one, obviously, Firecracker by Yellow Magic Orchestra. Infamously sampled by Africa Bambata in 1983 for his death mix.
track. Ryuichi Sakamoto in the 90s, the Mark Platt remix. Managed to pick this one up in Kanazawa. Flipside has Harumi Hosono in the 90s. Also excellent, out on Spin Records. gentlemen this is a test okay let's begin Taylor by Cornelius, one of the premier Shibuya K, Shibuya style bands from the late mid to late 1990s. This was sort of a group of people that would make things in whatever they thought was cool, basically, living in Shibuya in Tokyo, hence Shibuya K. <laughs> being Cornelius and another big Shibuya K band being the Pizzicato 5. Agreed. 
Mystery of Ages, the Moonstar Boogie Mix by Kyoto Jazz Massive. I'm going to stop throwing info at you for a bit now, get into the mix. Before I do, shout out to all my friends that are listening, the pals. Tom, Ellen, Jack. Shouts out to Clarissa and Simon as well. Thanks for listening all the way from France. Kisu, out to the Perriman group as well. George, Rosie, thanks for listening.
Okay, that was a bit of a whistle-stop tour through some Japanese house, featuring a bit of Denki Groove, Soishi Tarada and Shinichiro Yokota, The Sun Shower by Shinichiro Yokota, that was the Larry, Larry Levin vocal, and Do It Again by Tarada and Yokota from the 2016 reissue of Far East Recordings on Far East Recordings. I think it's the reissue is actually called Do It Again and Again. Championed by Master DJ and renowned digger Honey of Rush Hour. Those tracks sort of largely sat a bit forgotten from the 90s up until 2016. When they came back on the scene, uh, Tarada and Yokota were pretty shocked actually to have to re-perform songs that they wrote back 25 years before. Apparently in those days they weren't really trying to create sort of a specific sound even though it sounds so distinctive now. They were trying to mimic US house music but couldn't actually do it. But in the end it's released, it's, uh, it's resulted in a really unique sound of music. I'll playing, be playing a bit more of uh, Tarada later on from his Sumo Jungle LP. Another one of the records I picked up in Japan. It's by Kentaro Takizawa. And this one's called Driving. I actually met a few people in Japan going out clubbing, going out to Club Bonobo. A fellow DJ by the name of Yuishi. I actually knew this guy. I bought this record a couple of days before and I showed him what I've been buying while I've been here in Japan. And he's like, oh, I know that guy. This one out in 2003.
some more recent output by Mondo Grosso, one of Japan's top producers and DJs. In case you didn't know, this is Freedom of Groovement. Keep it locked in, 1020 Radio. Shout out to the team at Trendkite as well. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy.
Inagawa, sort of minimal house legend from Japan. And now we're firmly in club music. We've gone from Yellow Magic Orchestra, Electronica, through some Shibuya K, and now firmly in sort of the present day club music. And I just wanted to talk for a quick second about Fuehu, which is a group of laws that govern the way Japanese people can sort of entertain themselves. And effectively what it meant is that until 2014 there was no dancing allowed in clubs in Japan. A lot of this has roots in sort of Japanese morality taken forward from sort of the Shogun era through to the Second World War. It wasn't really that effectively enforced until about 2010, when the police started cracking down due to a student who died outside of a club in Osaka. It limits a bunch of other stuff, like the size of clubs, how much light is allowed to be shown in clubs, just to make sure you don't get up to any naughty stuff in the dark, I guess. Really, what it really comes down to is the Japanese government trying to govern the movement and the entertainment of its citizens. Though the ban was lifted in 2014, small clubs still struggle in Japan. The bigger mega clubs obviously have it a lot easier. interesting open letter written online by DJ Sprinkles who's based in Tokyo she's American originally basically going against the um, other letter that was written by DJ supporting the abolition of the Fuehu law she's not opposed to the law being abolished obviously but she's opposed to the way it's been abolished so it just serves uh, to further elevate commercial club culture while totally um, ignoring underground cult- club culture and not also addressing the issues that um, sex workers face in Japan. Unbelievably, the same laws govern clubs and sex workers. 
goes back to that idea of policing their citizens' bodies, both physically and socially. So, with all that being said, if you go to Japan and you go to a club, more than likely it'll be a lot smaller than you're used to. I went to one where the upstairs was basically set up like a sitting room. You just sit down and chat. The DJ spins records. It was actually a very nice vibe, but given the history of the law behind it, you know, also very, just a very different experience. That was at Club Bonobo in uh, Tokyo.
Nation. Yes. As you proceed on your journey, carry on. Like, go. Time is all we have now. Make the most of your life. Time is all we have now. Make the most of your life. Time is all we have now. Make the most of your life. Time is all we have now. Make the most of your life. Time is all we have now. Time. only this year the move on EP yes Make the 
you just tuning in. This is Freedom of Groovement on 1020 Radio. We're exploring Japanese electronic music. Got about 20 minutes left. We're moving into harder stuff now. This is a bit of techno from DJ Sodayama called Miles. DJ Sodayama also releasing on Trip. Nina Kravis's label. Before that was Killer Pomato, Green Velvet Remix by Denki Groove.
Yellow Magic Orchestra now. This is Riot in Lagos by Ryushi Sakamoto. Electro in this, those hard snares. Pretty mental to think this came out in the 1980s, actually, early 1980s.
this DP earlier, this LP I should say, by Soishi Tarada, Sumo Jungle, out in 1996, sort of Soishi Tarada's, he said, addiction to drum and bass. More Japanese jungle, original love, Hummer tune, the jungle mix.
just going to finish off here with some more breakbeaty Japanese stuff. This is by Ken Ishii. Off his Metal Blue America double LP. This one is but a bump. This has been Freedom of Groovement. I've been Thomas Richardson. Thanks for taking, coming along on this journey through Japanese electronic music. We'll be back next month. Every last Thursday of every month from 1 till 3. Hope you tune in again. Feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram, suggestions with new countries you want to see. For next month, I'm thinking either Denmark or Uganda. Locked 1020 Radio coming up next. Reflection Room. Thanks for having me, and see you next month.